Welcome to Toastmasters 101, a podcast production of Toastmasters District 10. The first three speeches are about you and your side of communication. Now the focus moves to the other side, your audience. There's no point in giving a speech to an empty room. That's not communication. There has to be a listener somewhere who will hear your words, your message, and make a determination about what to do with what you've presented. Welcome to Toastmasters 101, a podcast production of Toastmasters District 10 with your host, Kim Cratchy. If you're new to Toastmasters or just curious, this podcast is for you. We examine the Toastmasters education program and add just a few bits of extra information to help you face your fears and step up to the stage with confidence. When you're ready to discover the voice inside you and the leader you can become, Toastmasters will be there. Let's start at the beginning with Toastmasters 101. In Project 4 of the Competent Communicator Manual, we will consider our words. Are we talking about using four-letter words in speeches? Insulting epithets? Name-calling? This project focuses on choosing the right words. Choosing the right words means you need to know your audience. Everything that the CC talks about in this project about words is important But word choice doesn't start with thinking about words. It starts with thinking about your audience. If you look at the series of projects so far in the CC, the first one is about you. The second speech is about your message and how to organize it to make it effective. The third project is about your goal, your purpose for your speech. In other words, The first three speeches are about you and your side of communication. Now the focus moves to the other side, your audience. There's no point in giving a speech to an empty room. That's not communication. There has to be a listener somewhere who will hear your words, your message, and make a determination about what to do with what you've presented. That listener is just as important as you are in the speech process. You, your organized data your purpose, now has to reach out and break down the barriers that come between speaker and audience. The right word, fitly spoken, is like golden apples in silver frames. Now that's imagery. That's what you want to convey, imagery that takes their breath away and traps their imagination in your web of words. Whoa, dial it back there. Who is your audience? When you know that, you'll know how to present your message in the correct words. The high school classroom may not be the right place for a speech with scientific jargon meant for professionals, nor is a flowery speech that's prepared for a bridal toast right for the office status meeting. The simplest way to know your audience is to listen to them. What are they talking about and how do they talk about it? That's your guideline. But sometimes you have to earn your way to that point. For example, profanity. How likely is your audience to be offended by the use of certain four-letter words? It's easy to make certain assumptions about your audience if you don't know them. 
It's very dangerous. Many comedians use profanity liberally because maybe they think that's what's expected of them or it's the nature of their routine. But should you do the same? Your audience's response to you will tell you what you can and cannot do. That response may be entirely different to another speaker. Your task is to discover what is acceptable for you to say. If you don't know, it's better not to go there. You run the risk of shutting down the flow of communication because they'll stop listening. Are you willing to do that? Is that word so important, so critical that you feel you must use it regardless of the consequences? The same rules apply, interestingly, to jargon as well. Can the non-scientist use scientific jargon without looking pretentious or presumptuous? Pick your words for your audience or you may end up with a speech that's entirely inappropriate and look like an idiot or you may look like a snob. At this point in your Toastmasters career, it's a pretty safe bet that you've been in your club for a couple months now and are getting to know your fellow club members. This is good. Now you know the level of sophistication of your next speech and bad because you're going to start second guessing your topics. Oh, they won't be interested in that, you'll think. Yeah, we will. If you're willing to stand up and give the speech, we're going to give you the attention you deserve. Your job is to find a way to present it to us that uses a strong attention-getting introduction, an informative body, and a conclusion that makes us think or want to do something. The best speeches are those which are given by people who are passionate about the subject. So if you want to talk about trucking, go for it. If you have a story about the latest crazy thing that the teenagers in your life have done, I want to hear it. The only way you'll develop speaking skills is to do just that. It's to speak. So make a list of some things you're passionate about. Fishing, golfing, running, history, even baking biscuits. When you're passionate, your words will be too. In review, get to know your audience before you start writing your speech and select your words which are suitable and acceptable to them. Don't seek to be overly grandiose. Be aware of potential offenses and consider what you're willing to risk in order to convey your message. Don't edit your speech topic choices so much that you give up giving speeches. You'll never learn from a seat on the floor, only on the stage. You've probably been in Toastmasters a few months now. Do you see improvement in your speaking? One of the best ways to learn how to improve is to evaluate other Toastmasters speeches. By listening to someone else speak and finding things that they've done well, you become aware of things that you might want to add to your own speaking practices. In the same way, watching a speech that doesn't go so well will remind you of the value of preparation and practice. Being a speech evaluator of a great speaker helps you as much as that you can help them. Just don't say, I don't know how to help you to improve to a more practiced speaker. Your input on anything that they could improve is always valuable, even if you think it's too small to mention. Don't judge yourself by the best speaker in the club. Instead, 
Look at how far you've come since your first speech. In our last podcast, we talked about the purpose of our speeches. Next time, we jump into the deep end of public speaking. What message are you secretly communicating to your audience that you may not be aware of? Our music is from Incompetech.com. You can check out our show notes and leave us a message or a comment at our website, Toastmasters101.net. Thanks to our sponsor, Toastmasters District 10. You can find them at district10.org. Meeting adjourned.